0: Hello, everyone. Today, I have a very special guest here with me on the Amazing Day podcast. This person is a middle school English teacher. She's been on a bit of a wellness journey for the past two years. She might not really think so, but I think that she definitely like transformed in terms of her wellness. Um, my older sister, Kelly, is here. So, Kelly, welcome to the Amazing Day podcast.
1: Hi, everybody. Thanks, Bonnie.
0: <laughs> I don't know if that intro was good, but I think it was fine.
1: I think it's fine. You know, I wanted that's, to, yeah. that's pretty much, that's, that's who I am. I I'm started, a middle school language arts teacher.
0: I started laughing when I was saying she's on a wellness journey because like, <laughs> not that you've really like tried to be on a wellness journey, but I think that you mm-hmm. have like a lot of wellness tips that you can share with us during the podcast.
1: Um, yeah. I feel like there's definitely been some changes that I've made in my life that, you know, might seem like wellness changes. I don't know. Um, Yeah. I was like crazy, I guess. Yeah. I was also
0: going to say to the listeners that Kelly and I are very close siblings. And when I was Mm -hmm. back in New Jersey, (laughs) me and her really developed like a wellness routine together where we were going for walks and like always hanging out and catching up. And now that I'm in Czech Republic, I don't really have that wellness partner here or that walking buddy. But then also yeah. we don't really catch up as much. So this podcast is also a good way to catch up and not just focus on wellness, but also just chat about like different things going on in our lives too. Yeah, um, definitely.
1: I feel like we got into such a nice routine. And then also with the time change, I feel like we text a lot more. Yeah. And we don't have a lot of time for like phone calls or FaceTimes Yeah. Um, because by the time I'm out of school, like you're in bed. So yeah. the only time that we're really able to talk like on the phone or FaceTime is like on the weekends. Yeah. So it's it's tricky.
0: Yeah. So yeah, definitely the school is what's, you know, you're busy during the week now. So it's it's harder for us to catch up. But um so how's your school year going so far?
1: It's been going. It's definitely an interesting vibe this year. Um I am teaching two honors classes and one that is a co-talk class. I have a new co-teacher this year who has been teaching for a really long time, so it's really cool because I'm learning a lot of new things from her, Um, and it's definitely pushing me and forcing me to grow in some areas that, like, previously I might have struggled with, like, especially with classroom management, she's, like, a beast, and, like, I need (laughs) to definitely take some of, like, her classroom management skills. She's a beast. (laughs) that's funny (laughs) she's awesome she's like she's a lot more strict than I am Mm -hmm. um but the way that she is strict it allows the classroom to run really smoothly and like um just like the routines and stuff that she wants to be part of our classroom I think has been really really helpful for me to see Mm -hmm. um and something that I can then take into my other classes um Mm -hmm and then my honors classes i think are really like genuinely advanced students this year which is really cool to see so i'm able to kind of push them in a way that i haven't in pre- in like previous years mm-hmm. um so it's it's a big year of growth i think this year i think it's going to be yeah. a year where i learn a lot about myself as a teacher and i learn a lot about how to best teach mm-hmm. these kids that i have um, yeah. so i'm really excited about this year it's been tiring and it's been really hard yeah. but I feel like this year is like a really pivotal year for my yeah. like skills as yeah. a teacher which is cool. I was
0: curious just like how the transition is like going from the summer back into school. I feel like it's oh, like it's exhausting, right? <laughs> it is exhausting. Yeah,
1: at this point we are going into week 7 of the school year. So I like mm-hmm. to keep count of the weeks. That's kind of how I like organize my like this sounds silly, but like that's how I organize my Google Drive. So I keep track <laughs> of like the weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we're going into week seven, so we're really deep in the swing of things at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say weeks like one through four, mm-hmm. things were pretty easy. Um, I was definitely yeah. tired because it's a huge schedule sh- schedule shift, but generally things were going pretty smoothly. Yeah. And then the last like three weeks we've had a lot of, like, graded assignments coming up, so I feel like that's where the exhaustion is, like, really starting to hit me, Mm -hmm. Um, and also, like, this is a huge change, is the way that I eat during the school year is so different from the way that I eat during the, like, during the summer, because I have to be so much more intentional with the way that I, like, plan what I'm going to bring for lunch, and meal prep dinner, because I'm exhausted at the end of the day, and I don't want to, like, yeah. End up just snacking. Um, yeah. So, so I feel like that's yeah. a big change too.
0: What do you what's your go to meals that you prep for the week? How do you go about that?
1: Um, I've been doing I'm recently on like a ground turkey kick. <laughs> that sounds strange. <laughs> but like um, <laughs> I'll, I'll meal prep like some ground turkey, some rice, like, and then you I just, can kind of like
0: <laughs> you just like Mix it all together. I'll just, like, I'll just, just make like, it in okay. a frying
1: pan with like a little bit of olive oil and I'll season it just like salt, pepper, garlic, maybe throw a little cumin in there. But I make it like pretty basic, not like super flavorful. And then like I'll switch up the vegetables that I put in there. Mm-hmm. Um, this week I was making like a ground turkey, brown rice, roasted carrots and kimchi bowl. Oh um, yeah, kimchi. Kimchi has been. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Bonnie and I, before this podcast, she was like, okay, what are some things that you want to talk about? And I was like, well, I've recently been eating a lot of kimchi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've never had kimchi. Um, oh, it's awesome. So it's like a spicy cabbage, but it's fermented. So it's I like, I thought it
0: was just like fermented
1: vegetables in general. It's it just it cabbage can or... be like, yeah. Um, the yeah. one that I have is like a mostly cabbage. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really, really good. Um, it adds a lot of flavor to whatever you're eating. Um, and I like that it's a fermented food cause that's like very healthy for your, for your gut to incorporate yeah. some more like fermented vegetables. Yeah. Um, so I've been trying to work in like gut healthy ingredients to what yeah. I'm eating on a day to day. Um, like carrots are also supposed to be really good for your gut health, almonds.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so if I do like, Anything with yogurt or granola, I try to like chop up some almonds to put on top.
0: Yeah. Where do um, you get your kimchi? Like
1: Trader Joe's or I actually just found it in ShopRite. Um, in like the section where all of like the pickles and stuff are. Is it in like a um, glass jar? No, it comes in like a bag. A bag, um, yeah. That's
0: the thing that I'm nervous yeah. about because here they have like bagged cab uh bagged uh sauerkraut. And I keep wanting to try it. But then I'm like, I just can't tell if it's like good or not here in Czech Republic. So no, your your yeah. your lunches at school are mostly consisting of the ground turkey, rice, mm-hmm. you said? And kimchi? Yeah, I'll make some brown
1: rice, oh, some vegetables. Yeah. I'll throw some kimchi on top of it. Yeah. Um, I also really like eating like yogurt and granola and some fruit yeah. or cottage cheese and fruit. I really enjoy too. Yeah, cottage cheese is new for you, right? yeah I've recently discovered how much I love cottage cheese (laughs) I never had cottage cheese I feel
0: like it's Um, so it's like weird that I have it now I feel like everyone like is obsessed with cottage cheese now and I'm
1: like being left behind on the cottage cheese trend (laughs) I feel like it's very like trendy right now which is so strange I think people discovered that like for one it's like good gut health it has like the cultures in it or whatever tastes like yogurt or sorry, no, keep going. It, it really, it really kind of tastes like cheese. I don't know. Okay. Um, but it's kind of like a consistency of a chunky yogurt, which so sounds, have- that sounds so gross. So you have it but with uh, granola? I'll sometimes I'll put a little bit of granola on it if I want something that's like a little crunchier, but mostly I just do, um, like some chopped up fruit. So like strawberries or peaches is really, they're both really good with cottage cheese. And then I chop that up and I put some honey on top. And it kind of almost makes me think of like in the summer when you pair like fruit and cheese together, like we'll have like some brie cheese and a slice of an apple, like fruit and cheese just go so well together. And so cottage cheese is basically like the same idea. You're just having like- yeah. Something cheesy with some fruit. Um and it's wish, it's so good.
0: I wish it wasn't called cottage cheese though. It just sounds weird. Like from it
1: just sounds a little gross. Ever since I, I was know. younger,
0: I always thought it was gross, but then all the health and wellness influencers are eating cottage cheese and making like cottage cheese cookie dough and things like that.
1: They well, like it's also whip a it really up good, and they make different yeah. things. Yeah, I don't know. It's also like a really good source of protein too. Yeah. So like it has it's an easy way to add extra protein into your meals. Like yeah. I have a friend who blends it in tomato sauce and like puts it in her like Nutribullet, adds a couple scoops into like jarred tomato sauce and eats it with pasta. And it's kind of like a creamy yeah. red sauce then. And it just adds extra protein into your meal when you yeah. might not want to cook meat that yeah. night. That's good. Um, um yeah. I
0: was gonna also ask, um, going back now to the school and the food and stuff, do you have a mm-hmm. decent lunch break at school where you're able to eat? Or is it really hard to get your like have time to eat at school?
1: Yeah, I would say it's definitely really hard to have time to eat at school. Yeah. So the way that our lunches work for our students is that it's in the middle of a class period. So I teach 80 minute blocks. And Mm -hmm. my middle block class at the middle of our class, they go to lunch for about like 18 minutes and -hmm. then they come back to me for another half an hour of instruction and then they go to their next class. Mm -hmm. So in that 18 minutes, if I wanted to eat at that time of day, I would have to walk to the other side of the building where our staff refrigerator is, get my food. If I want to heat anything up, then I have to use the microwave there and then Mm -hmm. walk back to my classroom. And then by that point, I probably Mm -hmm. have maybe like eight minutes to eat. (laughs) And that's also including like, that's my first time. If I, during the day that like, if I have to go to the bathroom, like if I have to go to the bathroom, that takes another like three minutes away from that time. Yeah. So (laughs) it's, it's really like very minimal. Um, But then later in the day, I do have a prep period. So like, I have one block that I'm not teaching. I don't the first...
0: know. Wait, I don't know why I'm having a laughing attack, but
1: I just keep thinking about you. <laughs> like running? <laughs> running to get the kimchi. <laughs> I don't know why. Like shoving kids out of the way. Move, I have to get my kimchi. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I was just think about that. Oh my gosh.
1: So but then you have a
0: later time you said.
1: Yeah, later in the day. So I can have um I have a prep period later in the day where it's a full 80 minute block. The first 40 minutes though is meetings. So every single day besides Fridays, I have some sort of meeting that I have to go to whether it's with my team, so like all the other teachers that um I share the same students with mm-hmm. or with the other 7th grade language arts teachers. So the first 40 minutes of that prep block is dedicated meeting time. And then the second 40 minutes is when I have prep. So a lot of times, like straight from the meeting, whatever meeting I'm in, I'll go and grab my lunchbox, get my lunch, and then like eat my lunch while I'm grading or Mm -hmm. eat my lunch while I'm like lesson planning for the next day or something. Yeah. So there's really rarely a time where I can just like sit and relax, mm-hmm. and eat, unless yeah. I decide that that's how I'm going to use my time, and there yeah. are days like that, where I'm like, you know what, I just need to, like, turn the lights off in my classroom, and I just need to, like, sit, and eat, and stare into space, and, like, yeah. not look at my computer,
0: Well, yeah. because, like,
1: you mm-hmm. have to make that time for yourself.
0: It's a problem in all, like, every job, but I yeah. think it's super important to take the time, if you can, and also, like, prep your meals, because, even when I was going into the office every once in a while, like at VTC, I feel like people don't really stop for lunch, and then all of a sudden it catches up on them, and that they're starving, and then totally. you don't you don't feel good after school. And also for you because you've been like wanting to work out after school,
1: so you need yeah. to make sure
0: you eat right. Like,
1: yeah. So it's either like my exercise schedule has kind of evolved and changed a little bit this year. I've been experimenting with working out before school. Yeah. Um, Which has been really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a little challenging, but I do really feel like it's energizing in a weird kind of way. Like for the morning, I do really feel like it's, it's really helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are still those days where like, I'm like, I don't want to get up that early. I'll work out after school. Um, Yeah. And if I don't eat right during the school day, I can't go straight to the gym. Or if I do go straight to the gym, like I feel terrible. Yeah. And so I feel like this year and even last year where I was going to the gym straight from school, I really noticed a difference in the way that like how I fuel my body directly impacts the energy that I have to exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, So I feel like obviously like that sounds like something that would be so obvious to people. Like, yeah, of course you have to put, fuel into your body in order to do things yeah but I feel like I've really felt what it feels like to like not properly fuel I think and then that, go into a workout I don't know I
0: think people don't properly fuel and they just think that that's like normal to feel like that like oh I'm not gonna eat breakfast and then oh I'm having like so many cups of coffee at work because I'm so exhausted and they don't realize that like you need to fuel your body Um, and set yourself up for success basically if you're yeah totally it's not normal to feel tired and yeah definitely if you're going to be working out you have to make time for it it's very important
1: yeah Yeah, definitely because then it's also like mentally I feel so discouraged sometimes when I go to the gym and I'm like oh everything feels heavy today Mm -hmm. why why am I running so slow why does like why am I getting these like aches and pains? And yeah. I'm like, oh, it's because I didn't drink enough water and I didn't eat right. Like, yeah. obviously, you know. Yeah. Um, and it could feel like mentally discouraging when you're not making that connection between how you're fueling and how you're feeling.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but then when you realize, like, oh, I can totally control how I feel based on how I fuel my body.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I think that's really important to mm-hmm. start recognizing the foods that make you feel good and allow you to do the things that you like to do.
0: Yeah. I'm also curious in the morning, do do you go in the weight room or like the, yeah, the weight room, or do you just go in that back room still at the gym?
1: I have been pushing myself to go into the weight room more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Especially, so when Bonnie and I would go to the gym together, she would always push me to try new things, to not be intimidated by like the weight room because there are a lot of like men. strong men. Yeah. <laughs> to put it bluntly, it's like it's just full of strong men and like even like obnoxious teenage boys. Yeah. That, like, I just oh. do not want to be around when I'm like working out. Yeah. They make me like self conscious. I just don't like it. Yeah. Um, but when I was with Bonnie, I felt like because I had a buddy. And like, she would push me and she would like set up the squat rack for me. And like, it was (laughs) was great. So I would go into that room more often, but then since Bonnie has left to go to check and we haven't been going to the gym together, I've been missing that part of my routine. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like when I go to the gym before school, especially like early in the morning, that room is not nearly as crowded and the type of people that are there, it's like people who want to get in get their workout done yeah. and get out of there it's like bad, like, right? yeah it's like
0: and do they say hi to you
1: professional people some people are like social some people yeah. will like you know if you start to recognize each other like I'm that yeah. way too when I'm in the gym if I yeah. start to recognize people of course I'm gonna like give you a little nod say hi good morning whatever yeah. and go about my business mm-hmm. um so I feel like that's also an added benefit of working out so early is that the gym is less crowded and I'm Mm -hmm. able to push myself to do things that like maybe I wouldn't feel as comfortable doing later in the day when it's like packed.
0: Yeah. Uh, And that's been really fun. Yeah. And in the morning, sometimes you're like exhausted, but it's so Mm -hmm. worth it just to push yourself out of bed and do it. Like totally, you you wake up right away. And when you go to the gym, how are you deciding what workouts you want to do? I'm
1: just curious, like how you come up with your routines. With that. Oh, that's the hardest part for me, I think. Yeah. Um, for sometimes everyone. what I'll do is this sounds crazy, but and probably not very efficient. I don't think it's crazy. <laughs> but sometimes what sometimes what I what I like to do is like just take <laughs> five to ten minutes of just time to stretch. Yeah. And I'll stretch for a while. And then I'll start doing some body weight stuff, like so just like squats, lunges, push-ups. <laughs> and then I'll be like, "Oh, my squats felt good. Let me do a leg day. Yeah, <laughs> or oh, so,
0: like so you don't have it uh, prepared ahead of time, really?
1: Not really. I feel like every once in a while I'll try to do that. Yeah. Um But I think at this point, because I have like a base <laughs> knowledge of <Wait>. exercises and <laughs> things that I like to do I feel like I just kind of make it up as I go along and I'll yeah. do a couple sets of like something and then I'll like move on to the next thing um <laughs> I feel like so I, worst... I really don't put a lot of thought into it
0: <laughs> yeah I feel like the worst podcast host right now because I'm having like a day where I just keep laughing I keep laughing but the reason why That's i was okay. laughing is when Kelly was like yeah, I know it sounds a little crazy. I know it sounds, sounds a little, a little crazy, crazy, but I was imagining you saying, <laughs> I was imagining you saying, I know it sounds a little crazy, but I've been using chat GPT to come up with my workouts every day. Hey, that yeah. actually, so
1: <laughs> I do have that. been messing around with chat GPT every <laughs> once in a while for like random stuff. And I actually feel like that would work really well. It worked I had well. ChatGPT write that. me like a week-long meal plan at one point because I was like, I don't want to think about cooking. Like, let's see what yeah. ChatGPT generates. And yeah. it was like actually really good.
0: Yeah, I would so actually I like- recommend it to my listeners that if you're super stuck and you want some gym motivation, just be yeah. like, hey, write me like a a full body workout or upper body, lower body, and see what comes out. I think that they might give it. It definitely, I know that you said that you don't prepare your workouts, but I think if somebody is like new to the gym and they're struggling to motivate, having a a workout prepared is much, uh,
1: much more helpful to get yourself going. Yeah, I would agree. I totally agree. I think it's probably not smart the way that I'm approaching it. I feel like I'm not seeing like the progress that somebody might see if they were to plan things a little bit more intentionally. Yeah. But most of the time when I'm going to the gym, it's like my goal honestly is just to like get movement in and feel mm-hmm. good, get a little yeah. sweat and like that's kind of it. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to lose weight. I'm not trying to like you know Become a have bodybuilder. crazy goals. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not trying to become a bodybuilder, but like the movement makes my body feel good, makes my mind feel good. Yeah. So it's, it's not really something that like, I don't know. You don't
0: need, you don't, yeah. It I don't, sense. I don't
1: need to have a super crazy plan just yeah. based on like why I go to the gym,
0: mm-hmm. you know? And do you have a set schedule for, um, the
1: week of when you're going to go to the gym or is it kind of just when you feel like it? Like how do you motivate? I try to schedule week? it. So okay. with, so I go to like the regular gym, but I also go to Orange Theory. So mm-hmm. with Orange Theory, I book my classes ahead of time, which holds me really accountable, which is awesome. Yeah. So I do two Orange Theory classes a week and usually I'll do one 5 a.m. and one at like 4.30 on like Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually do the gym early in the morning for like the first half of the week. So like Monday I'll do an early morning gym thing because I'll do kickball at night.
0: Oh yeah. Wait, it started, it started. Yeah. So kickball
1: started. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. I want to talk about that. We've had two games. We'll, we'll circle back to that. Yeah. (laughs) So Mondays I'll go to the gym at 5.00 AM. Tuesdays, I'll go to the gym at 5 a.m. Because I also work at the Y at the mm-hmm. gym. Yeah, on I was Tuesday gonna Tuesday nights.
0: I was just gonna tell people that that you work at the Y too. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I'll do the gym early Monday and Tuesday. Wednesday is usually my rest day because it's like the middle of the week. I'm starting to get tired. I don't really like to push myself too much on Wednesdays just yeah. because I feel like I need to like mentally, physically recharge a little bit on Wednesdays. Um, then Thursdays I'll usually do the gym after school and then Fridays are kind of hit or miss, but then I always try to get something in on the weekends, like either, either like a walk or a run, or sometimes I'll go to the gym. So really I'm working out three to four times a week. That's like my goal That's good. is yeah. three to four times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then even on the Definitely weekends, not you're, every day.
0: you're doing some movement. You like to yes, listen, exactly. walk still and do other things. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be, yeah. I would like to talk a little bit about the kickball. Well, actually, no before the kickball first, I want to talk more about your job at the gym of why you okay. got that yeah. job. Yeah. And how that happened.
1: Yeah. So, so maybe just share
0: that with the listeners. <laughs> yeah.
1: So at the end of last school year, I was thinking about things that I could do for summer work. Um, And I was trying to come up with a bunch of different ideas. I was like, what can my summer job be? Because I'm really motivated to save a lot of money this year because Bonnie's wedding is next summer Mm -hmm. in Prague. yeah. And so I want to do a lot of traveling next summer. So I was like, let me really prioritize saving money this year. So I was like, let me get a cool summer job. Let me figure out something to do. And I noticed that the Y was hiring and because I go to the Y and I work out there all the time, like I know the people who work there, everybody's really nice. Everybody's really friendly. And I was like, you know what? This seems like it would be a really positive environment to work in. (laughs) Um, So I applied, I got the job um and i started working there over the summer in membership services so basically yeah. just working at the front desk checking people in selling memberships registering people for programs selling day passes um and it's it's been really cool because it's allowing me to use my brain in a totally different way mm-hmm. because up until this point any part time job that i've had with the exception of waitressing in high school any part-time job that I've had has been kind of geared towards teaching. Yeah. It's been like tutoring, teaching swim lessons, mm-hmm. um, like college essay prep, stuff yeah. like that, where everything is so focused on teaching. And yeah. I was like, I want to try something that's like totally new. Mm-hmm. So I use a lot of like my organizational skills and my multitasking or whatever you want to say from teaching but it's it's really a sales job,, yeah. which is really cool. um, and it's allowing me to kind of develop a different kind of skill set. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when they hired me over the summer, they basically said we don't hire people seasonally for membership because there's a lot that you have to learn. Yeah, so if you want this job, we are expecting you to keep one or two shifts throughout the school year. Like if that's something that you feel like you can maintain, then, Absolutely, we want to hire you. You're great. Mm-hmm. And so I really had to think at that point like, is this something that I want to add into my life, even during the school year too? Um, and I was like, you know what? Let me give it a try because I, I think it's gonna be a really fun job.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so I've been working there two nights a week during the school year too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been great, actually. Like it's nice to have the extra money. Yeah. Um, it's fun to kind of see things from the other side of the desk too because Mm -hmm. it's like I know what it feels like to be a member there but I don't really know what it means well now I do but like previously I didn't know what everybody does behind the desk yeah you get the
0: inside scoop
1: inside scoop on everything and are you
0: still tutoring too or No,
1: no no I stopped the tutoring um because that was just getting to be really challenging with like scheduling Mm -hmm. because I was tutoring I was tutoring for a boy who was in high school um, and his schedule was constantly changing and then the mom would tell me pretty last minute and like they were great people very nice but like just circumstances like I couldn't be flexible enough for what they were looking for I think yeah
0: you can't be flexible you're not flexible. No, like you have to have a set like schedule. I need I need yeah. structure
1: because like yeah. I do have a lot going on in my life, mm-hmm. <laughs> so like I feel like I'm living on kind of like a delicate balance of like yeah. I don't know keeping everything structured enough so I can accomplish all the things that I want to do.
0: Yeah, you know. And since you've been working at the gym, is there anything crazy that's happened or any like crazy stories that you could share? Like just something funny or like.
1: What was the hmm. hardest,
0: maybe a hard situation you've had to deal with there? I don't know.
1: I just that's where my brain think. goes. I don't think anything too crazy really happens. Something that has been really fun though, um, is interacting with all of like the really, really old people. Yeah. Because working at the YMCA, they have programs that are specifically designed for our like senior members. Mm-hmm. So through their health insurance a lot of people can get free memberships if you're over 65 because there's obviously major incentives for the health insurance if you're taking care of yourself right yeah um so i think just interacting with like the people who come in so regularly and are like 93 years old there's this one woman who comes in almost like every day 93 years old she comes in like right in the morning And she'll, like, say hello to everybody. She knows everybody's name. She's, like, so fit. And it's, like, it's really inspirational when you see these elderly people who are coming to the gym and are social and connected to their community and, like, in great shape. It just completely expands your mind on what, like, the human body is possible of because you think of being – old and you're like oh they're frail they're delicate they're confused they don't know what's going (laughs) on (laughs) but then you see so many people who are not like that and it's like it really is a testament to what like taking care of yourself can do for you both like physically and mentally as you Mm -hmm. get older so I feel like that's like one of the most fun parts of my job which sounds so crazy but like seeing the older people and how they go to the gym and how they're moving and like staying active even at like literally we have members who are like in their 90s and are like getting dropped off by like their kid or something yeah um but it's it's unbelievable so like that's that I really love about my job so motivational yeah
0: Yeah. so you have the teeth your teacher you also work at the gym, but I feel like you've also had other um little side hustle jobs. For example, last year you worked and you did ski, ski club at school. Yes. Are you going to do that <laughs> this year
1: too? I'm hoping I can. Um. So last year I was approached by our school librarian who is literally like <laughs> the funniest person in the world. He's like six foot five, like giant grown man. And he like is our middle school librarian. I don't know why it just like doesn't match in my brain, but he's awesome. Um, So he was like, Kennedy, we're looking for like ski trip chaperones. You want to do it? And I was like, well, I don't ski. I like, I've only gone skiing three times. Like, (laughs) is that a problem? (laughs) And he was like, no, we just hang out in the lounge and we count the amount of kids that we get. We make sure we don't lose anybody. And like, that's it. And I was like, "No way! Like you're making it sound too simple." Like, and, get and we paid get paid, to paid to do for that. this, and we get yeah. paid to do this. Um, and, and is I was it like, once okay, a sure. week or? It is six Fridays in a row okay. in the winter. All right. Um. So like, it kind of stinks because I give up a Friday. It's straight after school. We put all the kids onto these like massive coach buses, um, <laughs> and we drive to Shawnee um so it's like about an hour bus ride so on that hour-long bus ride once I take attendance I can just kind of like sit there and relax and it's easy you know yeah um when we get to Shawnee we have to help the kids get their rentals because a lot of them rent so we kind of like walk them through that process we make sure everybody has a buddy Mm -hmm. and then we're like okay see you at dinner time and we just kind of send them out one of our teachers goes on the mountain and like snowboards too so like he's out and about kind of like checking on people Mm -hmm. um but that's like pretty much it and then they come in for dinner at like six make sure we get everybody checking in for dinner if we don't have somebody check in for dinner then we're like oh no we lost a kid now let's try Mm -hmm. to figure that one out yeah but that never happened like that's the thing that blows my mind is like Last year, it literally ran so smoothly every time, which was no, just but
0: awful. yeah, but what it's not all fun in games in terms of the injuries. You've had multiple injuries. <sighs> yes. Right? There were a few injuries. That was, that was part <laughs> of the fun too. That's <laughs> crazy. I want to hear about those. So we had
1: a student I mean, last like, year. Um, I also didn't know, and this is probably me just being so naive. I had no idea skis were sharp. Like, did you know that on the edges of your skis, Like they're sharp.
0: I mean, I mean, like it makes sense. I think that, yeah, they could be sharp.
1: Yeah. Like it makes sense, but I just didn't know that because I don't ski or snowboard. So like, I'm just not familiar with like that world. So like we had somebody who got like sliced with a ski, went through her snow pants. It went through her snow pants and like it cut her like thigh and she was fine. She just needed a bandaid, clean it, bandaid, whatever. But like I had no idea that that was a thing. Yeah, um, that's crazy. But we did, did have a student.
0: Someone like crashed into her, or
1: I don't. I don't remember. Like I All think right. they kind of crashed into each other, and then like the one kid was like picking her foot up, and mm-hmm. it like went over the girl's leg or something. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. Um. But we did have a student last year who checked in for dinner. And he was like, oh, no, this was after dinner. This was like the end of the night. It was like we're getting the kids onto the buses. And he's like, yeah, can I just get like an ice pack? Um, Like my shoulder really hurts. And we look at him and he's literally standing like lopsided. Like his shoulder, his one shoulder is like way lower than his other shoulder. I would have. And we're like, we're like, what's going on, buddy? Like what happened? And he's like, well, you know, like like a few months ago, I broke my collarbone and it healed and it was fine, but I fell pretty hard on the last run of the night. And like, it just, it hurts really bad. And so we're looking at him and we're like, Oh my God, he rebroke his collarbone. Like, that's what happened here. Like his shoulder is literally like hanging and he just wants an ice pack. He's trying to be so tough. And we're like, how, how badly does that, does that hurt? He's like, well, you know, it hurts pretty bad, but like my dad played a whole football game with a broken wrist, so I can handle this. And I'm like, whoa, like that's like we're talking about you, <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and I think he was just trying to be so tough and like just shake it off. But clearly, this kid was in a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. And because he was on my bus, I had to take him to first aid with like another chaperone. Um, so we took him to first aid. They're like looking at his shoulder, they're trying to like see what's going on and they're like yeah this is there's definitely something like broken here Mm -hmm. um and we're maybe an hour and 20 minutes away at this point in Pennsylvania and so like we're calling his mother and like explaining what's happened and she's like the they give them an option because he was like stable enough to like if he rode back on the bus with us he would be okay and then just go straight to Morristown Hospital Mm -hmm. or they could bring him to a hospital in Pennsylvania right by Shawnee and like our director of the program would like go with him and then his mom would meet him and it would be a whole thing yeah so he decided to go back on the bus with us Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and his mom picked him up at the school and like the next day he came into school with like a sling and he was he was cool he was fine
0: yeah
1: um but that that, was like that was really crazy but what about a crazy experience what about
0: when you told me that on the bus he was like it's starting to be hard to breathe and stuff. Yeah, that's it. Was that really that, scared me? That was, he was a really like a scary is bus it, ride, right? Like, we I'd sat so him in the
1: front next to me and like the other chaperone just so we can keep an eye on him. And he's like, Is it bad if it like hurts to breathe? And both of us are like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, I generally am pretty calm when it comes to like. Injuries, sickness, whatever. Bonnie is literally the worst. Bonnie, you're the most anxious person. If anyone is sick or injured, you're like, you make it so much worse because you're so anxious.
0: Yeah. I so know. I'm like
1: trying to be very calm. Which also, like, yeah. Go saying. ahead. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> no, it's not a good trait for Bonnie wellness because I'm like supposed to be calm person and like healing. sometimes I am. Sometimes I do have healing energy. But you're totally. right. With yes. the
1: injuries, I'm not good with injuries. No. I'm working on Or like it, if somebody's, I don't know, you're you're very throwing like, up. um, yeah. <laughs> if somebody's throwing up or like, like that's that's always like you try to like give your essential oils, give your little like wellness tips, yeah. and then you're like, I don't <laughs> no. want to hear it <laughs> Mom's
0: like vomiting or mom's like it's a headache. I'm getting my peppermint oil. Don't worry. I'm applying it to her and like I'm rubbing it on yeah. her. Don't worry, it's gonna be
1: okay. Peppermint oil is gonna help. And then she starts throwing up, and you run away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, this kid was like, "Is it bad if it if it hurts to breathe?" And we're like, um, "Are you able to still breathe? Like, are you breathing okay?" And he's like, "Yeah, I can. I can still breathe. It just kind of hurts a little bit." And we're like, "Okay, well, we're like half an hour from home, so like, just keep breathing. You know." <laughs> And we're like, what can we, what can we tell this kid at this point? Like, we're not doctors, like, you know, so that was very unsettling. And I just kept like watching him to make sure he was like, breathing.
0: yeah I think... um
1: and he was he was okay I think maybe he like bruised a rib or something when he fell mm-hmm. so that probably was why it was yeah. hurting but
0: I think you're yeah. very good with injuries I think Casey our younger sister she's the best with injuries she's the best easily like she, no she's yeah. like crazy like she like anytime there's anything going on I like I'm calling her or texting her because she's like the best at taking care of people
1: She really is like, and I don't know how, I don't know if it was like the youngest sister kind of thing where I don't know, she loved dolls and stuff when she was little. And she always wanted to be like a mom. And she would like talk about like, when I grow up, I'm going to be a mommy. Mm -hmm. And like, (laughs) she just always had that like natural caretaker thing in her, I think. Um, Yeah. And now working as a nanny, like the stories that she tells us, like, Mm -hmm. oh, the kid like fell down and bumped his head or something. And I, I, my initial reaction is like, oh my gosh, like it's a baby. Like, is he okay? And she's like, yeah, "Yeah, it happens. It's fine. You know? Yeah. Um, And she's so calm and so good with that. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Our younger sister, she is a full-time nanny, which Mm -hmm. like suits her. Like school was never really for her, but she loves to take care of people and she wasn't sure yeah. exactly what she wants to do, so she's currently taking care of a two-year-old who's almost three, I think, and then a newborn baby who's like six months old now.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: like she's like she's practically like a second mom for those kids. Like she's really yeah. like oh my god, like very she's really, involved, very involved. And the the baby he was having some like stomach problems for a while. Mm-hmm. I think like now it's improving, but she's like having to deal with everything. The vomiting, the
1: like, oh, my God, Massive it's just so hard. Blow out diapers. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I want to quickly say because yeah. it goes along with this injuries and stuff. Um, Not that it really is important for the podcast, but a couple weeks ago, Patrick and I, we were visiting a friend and we were hiking. And then all of a sudden, Kelly texted me and was like, we're at the beach dad broke his nose um, but don't worry and I was yeah. like in shock and I started freaking out just in the woods like I was having a panic because I was so scared about like what happened yeah. and just imagining like a loved one in pain like that's like the hardest part for me that's why I'm always I think I'm like too empathetic like I'm too worried and like I don't want anyone I love or care about to be in pain and I put myself mm-hmm. in their position so much And that's why I'm bad with injuries, I think. I'm just like.
1: Yeah. Because you imagine like you think about what that person is going through and then you're like, oh, my gosh, that's so terrible.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: And then you like freak out because you don't want anybody to be like. And I think that's where your like wellness stuff comes in is like you want everyone to feel their best and you Mm -hmm. want everybody to like basically you're just like, I want everybody around me to be like thriving, like physically, mentally, whatever. (laughs) And like when somebody isn't, I feel like you're like, oh my gosh, how can I fix it? And there are certain things that like you cannot control or cannot Mm -hmm. fix, you know? And so I think kind of surrendering that control helps a lot.
0: Mm -hmm. And can you explain what happened that day with dad quickly? Yeah. (laughs) I know it's not that important for the podcast, but
1: I don't know. Oh, it's just a funny story he's good now. He's totally fine, but it was really freaky. So we were in the ocean and there were some really big waves that day, like fun, big waves. Like they weren't really like, there wasn't really like a riptide. You weren't feeling like you were being pulled, but the waves were big. Um, So dad, of course, like the fun, person he is. Every time he goes to the beach, he likes to body surf. So he like catches the waves, rides them in, comes back, catches another wave, rides it in, comes back. And so I was in the water with him and he caught a wave. And then I was like, he's not coming back. Like, where is he? And so I turn around and I see him on the standing on the beach and he's like splashing his face off with, with, the water. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, usually he comes straight back. Is he getting out? Like, is he going back to our like towels and stuff? And so I'm looking at him and he's like waving at me and pointing to his face. Oh God. And so I was like, I was like, okay, let me, let me go back. And he's like, Oh, I just <laughs> got a bloody nose. Like, <laughs> no he was trying to be he gets bloody noses sometimes he has really bad allergies he has sinus issues so I'm like oh maybe he just got like water up his nose and it triggered a bloody nose and so we're walking back and as we're walking back to the towel he's like yeah I'm pretty sure my nose is broken like I heard it crack and I was like what are you talking about and was he bleeding all over his face
0: at this point was he bleeding everywhere? yeah he was bleeding
1: and as we were walking he was like getting in the water, splashing it off, walk a little bit more, splash it off, whatever. Because he didn't want to walk down the beach with like blood all over his face. That's terrifying. Yeah. Um, But he was being very casual. Mm -hmm. So I just thought Mm -hmm. up until this point, he just had a bloody nose. And then he just goes, yeah, I'm pretty sure my nose is broken. I heard it crack. And I'm like, hold on, what actually happened here? And he's like, well, the wave slammed me into the sand. And like, I I heard it. And so I looked at his face and his nose was like sideways. (laughs) (laughs) Like you could see that there was like a lump on one side. By the way, my
0: dad's already broken his nose like five times. (laughs) This was just another time.
1: This This was was crazy. Yeah. yeah. So he's being so casual and we go back to the towel. And of course, mom starts freaking out and is like, oh my gosh, like, what are we going to do? And we also had Uncle Thomas there too. So our mom's (laughs) brother- came with us to the beach and it was like his first time going to the beach in like, it had to have been like 15 years. And he was having such a good day. He was like, thank you for bringing me. Like, thanks for telling me you were going. <laughs> and then dad breaks his nose. <laughs> oh my so, gosh. mom was like freaking out and she's like, I'm telling the lifeguards. I'm going over to the lifeguards because maybe they'll have like a crushable ice pack for you. like." Because to get the like to get the nose to stop bleeding, you want to put ice on it. So she goes to the lifeguard, and because it's a head injury, they had to call EMTs. And Dad was getting so embarrassed because the EMTs came to our like blanket on the beach and like made a whole big scene.
0: Yeah, but and it, he I, was like, it was what, scary though. It's good it though for them scary. to make a scene because I bet other people saw the incident or saw him bleeding and they were all yeah. like, anxious. And they all yeah. were like, oh, I hope this guy gets checked out because yeah, we're like, yeah. we're all stressed out thinking about this guy on the beach bleeding. And he could have yeah. broken his neck.
1: So Yeah, he, like it could have been like, so much worse. He, he could have had like died. a bad concussion. It could have been like you, really bad.
0: You hear about these crazy freak accidents when someone does something like yeah. so simple and they are paralyzed or like yeah. they die. Yeah. He was, yeah. oh my God, he's so lucky that he, like nothing really bad happened like so yeah yeah and now our parents are in ireland
1: yeah having a grand which you just got to see them, lucky duck in ireland
0: they're hard to be with my mom will listen to this now and i I said this to them that like they stress me out i worry about them way too much i'm like oh do you guys feel okay you guys okay you're not too tired like i'm just always like worrying about them too much
1: yeah. I think like, I'm a you have to remember that they're like grown adults too. You know, <laughs> like I think sometimes we see our parents as just our parents and we forget that they're like human beings outside of that role of being a parent. And mm-hmm. so they're like grown people with like a lot of life experience outside of like parenting us, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of what calms me down is that like sometimes sometimes, you might feel like you know more about certain things than they do, which is true. Like you travel so much more and have had such travel experience more than what they have had and more than what I have had too, you know, but you have to remember they're like capable, competent adults outside Mm -hmm. of being our parents. And I feel like that calms me down a little bit where I'm like, I know I would be able to go and do a lot of these things that they're doing because Mm -hmm. like, you know, I I trust that they're capable, you know? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, So we've gotten a little bit off track here. I want to talk (laughs) and we're going from topic to topic. I want to touch briefly on the kickball. And then after that, we're going to get back on track with some wellness stuff, just like what you're up to with wellness. And then we're going to totally going to conclude. So let's talk about kickball
1: now. Okay. So, um, (laughs) go let's last about <laughs> spring. Okay. Go <laughs> last spring. Um, my co-teacher who has become one of my like really good friends at this point, um, texted me and was like, let's do a kickball team. Oh, I think our heat just turned on that big Whoa. boom. I don't know if you just heard that, but that yeah. scared me. That's okay. Um, but our, my co-teacher, um, she asked me to do a kickball team. And at first I was like very hesitant because I subbed for one of my friends' kickball teams like a few years ago. And I thought that it was like very intimidating and it was kind of stressful and I didn't really like it. But then after some convincing, Hannah, my co-teacher was like, let's do it. Like, it's going to be really fun. And so I was like, you know what? Let's push myself outside my comfort zone. It's going to be okay. I'll meet new people. It'll be fun. And it ended up being like one of the most fun things that I've done in the last like year, Mm -hmm. because it was like some of my friends, like I got my best friend from like preschool who I'm still really close with. I had her join Bonnie. You joined us. Um, It was a bunch of Hannah's friends and her boyfriend's Mm -hmm. friends. And it was just like a huge like mixture of different people playing like a recess game. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it was like, it was very like for your inner child. Like it was, it was just so fun. It was really Um, good. It was awesome. Like it was really so fun. We made it to the, to the finals lost in the finals, but you know, we won't talk about that. Yeah. Um, Then the same group of people, we all played beach volleyball over the summer, um, which was very challenging. It was not as fun. I think collectively i feel like we didn't have as much fun with that as we did with kickball but it was still a really cool experience to try something different and now we're playing in a fall league for kickball and it just Mm -hmm. started like two weeks ago um so we play on monday nights um it's a very like well run league too which is really cool the same group same league same group we have a few new people um which is cool we have a few like new players Mm-hmm. Um one girl who's like really good. She played okay. soccer in college. So she has like a really good kick. So that's where really she come fun. from. Like one of um like Stos's friends. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, so it's it's cool that like more people get added into the crew and we meet new people.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and it's just like to play on a Monday night and to have something that fun to look forward to on a Monday night. It's like literally the best. Like I, I love it. Yeah. I will tell everybody that I meet how much I love playing kickball on Mondays.
0: Yeah, it was definitely outside of my comfort zone too. But then at the same time, I've sports are not that outside of my comfort zone. I love like sports, yeah. and I'm a very competitive person. It was more like, you know, being with new people. I was a little nervous at first, but it was so mm-hmm. much fun. It was like the highlight of my week every week when I was doing it. I. I wish that I was still home to be able to do it. Um, but I definitely yeah. am a very competitive person because in the finals, definitely. I was very upset because the other team, <laughs> they they are like a team that they've been around for many years together. They are so yes. into it. And they had an entire crowd come. Like imagine all these um 20 and 30 year olds on a team and then all the parents <laughs> are there. Like everyone yeah. came to support them and it was like crazy. Yeah. But we were actually winning the game most of the time, and we had them so scared. Like, they were shaking their boots. They were terrified, and we were, like, just having the best time. Like, it was just so fun to, like, scare the other team. And at the end, they even tried to, like, yell at us. They were, like, yelling about something. And, like, it was a big... There was, like, um... a whole
1: disagreement on, like, the final call of the game. Yeah. It's like, like, oh, my gosh, we're going to all
0: fight now, clear the benches. (laughs) And actually, like, it was a little bit annoying that the end of the game was the disagreement. And so the other team ended up winning. But because there was, like, the disagreement and yelling and stuff, they didn't really celebrate or anything because they were just, like, it would be weird to be like having an argument with the the umpires and then the other team and then they they resolve it and then you go into celebration. They like didn't yeah. celebrate. So it was, that was also when It wasn't
1: like a game deciding decision either though I don't think. Right? Like at that point they were up by what like two or three runs. Or no it was because
0: we were we thought we were supposed to have another um oh another at, bat. You're right, another at that you're bat, right but then we didn't so yeah there was some disagreements yeah. with the rules with that
1: yeah yeah so whatever and we had to play that same team for our first game of this season really um yeah and you, you they lose. they lost a couple people they some of their like key people were a little bit different this time mm-hmm. um so it was a closer game for like the first half but then of course they like
0: yeah completely. this team guys like they're kicking home they're runs so
1: good do you know how hard it like is like to over kick the a home fence? run <laughs> yeah it's
0: like the size i i think it's the size of a softball field the fence the distance yeah. and they're kicking it yeah. over the fence that's not it's easy unreal. to do that's really nice yeah. to do. Like
1: clean over the fence too. Like it's yeah. it's wild, and they have a lot of people who are really good in the field. So I feel like we have a few people who can like throw the ball hard and fast and like get yeah. it to where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. But generally, like I don't know. I feel like we need more depth in our in our fielding. But yeah, whatever, we'll get there. It's yeah. still early in the season. I have hope we'll we'll figure it out. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So um, now I'm going to transition a a little bit. We've covered a lot of different topics, a lot of random stories, too. (laughs) But I want to just talk about, like, if there's anything else in terms of your wellness that you've been, like, experimenting with lately or anything that's new for you. Um, I know for a while you, like, stopped drinking coffee. Now I think you're drinking coffee again. I just want to know, like, any wellness updates with you.
1: Yeah. So I was actually thinking about coffee the other day. Because I stopped drinking coffee in the springtime last year, um, and I've only had coffee, caffeinated coffee, like once or twice. And really? both times, yeah. Since That's then, crazy. since God. April, I've only had caffeinated coffee, maybe once or twice. And both times, it made my stomach hurt so bad both like times within I had like diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't going to say that but yeah, both times I was running to the Sick. bathroom within like half an hour. <laughs> it was terrible. Um I have had some decaf coffee um here and there just when I'm craving it. Like my boyfriend and I went to the diner the other day and like I can't go to the diner and get an omelet and like, enjoy my breakfast. If I don't have a cup of coffee, like it's just such like a diner coffee is just such a thing. I don't know why. So I got a decaf coffee and it didn't affect my stomach. I felt totally fine. Um, but I was thinking about coffee because this is the first like beginning of a school year where I'm not drinking any caffeine and like, that used to be such a part of my morning ritual was like either making coffee or like going and buying a coffee that like some days I still really, really crave it. Mm -hmm. Um, and the only source of caffeine that I have at this point is like very occasionally I'll have a cup of tea. So you don't have,
0: you don't have anything that you do in replacement. You just don't do anything.
1: I just don't okay. do anything. I think I've kind of replaced it with being more conscious of drinking a lot of water when I wake up. Okay. Um, cause I feel like a lot of that grogginess in the morning is actually just dehydration. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think on mornings on mornings, especially when I'm waking up really early to work out, I will chug like half of my Nalgene water bottle. I'll chug like 16 ounces of water. And then I'll like get out of bed and go about my business and do what I need to do. But I feel like that initial like rehydrating in the morning yeah. really gets rid of get, gets rid of a lot of like the grogginess that I used to turn to coffee for. Um,
0: you know, I like I haven't been able to be successful with giving up coffee and my followers know because I always say I'm taking a break from coffee, guys. I haven't had coffee in a month because I went one month without having coffee like when you stopped originally. Yeah. But like, I love the ritual of making coffee. And also like here in Czech, Patrick and I were always going to little cafes and I love a little cappuccino. And I just love coffee. I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to fully give up coffee. I don't really like, to me, I don't really see a full point of needing to give up coffee fully. Yeah. But I guess like trying to drink higher quality coffee when I can and I I just don't like being dependent on caffeine which right now I kind of am. Totally. I have been trying to have like tea instead, but it's just hard. It's hard to I have never been able to fully give up coffee. Yeah. No, it's
1: definitely really hard and I really do crave like it's not the caffeine that I'm craving anymore. It's like the ritual, like you're saying, and also like going to a coffee shop and getting coffee. Like I love doing that. And I still am able to do that because I'll get decaf. So like if I go like in Morristown, there's so many cute little like coffee shops and stuff. So like, I love walking into town and getting a coffee. But is there a reason
0: why you stopped drinking coffee
1: really? Yeah. So I feel like for there, there were a couple different reasons that I initially started experimenting with it. One reason was my skin because mm-hmm. I was reading about how horrible for your gut health um, and your hormone health, drinking coffee and drinking caffeine is on an empty stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's typically what I would do is like, I'm not a huge breakfast person. I have been now that I've been Working out in the mornings, but like typically last school year when I first gave it up, I was drinking my coffee on an empty stomach and then I wouldn't eat until like 1030, maybe sometimes 1230, depending on if I ate during that break when the kids eat or if I ate during my prep. Mm -hmm. Um, So drinking coffee on an empty stomach, I wanted to see if taking that out of the equation would improve my acne that I've been struggling with. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like it actually really did help at first. Um, but something that I really noticed a major difference is like, also as a teacher, you can't go to the bathroom very easily when you're teaching. And I teach the first two blocks of the school day. So that means between 740 and like 1030 in the morning, I can't go to the bathroom and like coffee, I felt like was making me have to go it to the bathroom and it makes, everything. yeah, it's a diuretic <laughs> caffeine. Yeah. Like yeah. not even, not even like go to the bathroom, like poop. It like makes me have to pee like pee really lot, yeah. urgently. And so mm-hmm. I felt like I, I need to get this under control because there are days where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to pee in my pants while I'm teaching. Like, this is terrible. Um, And I feel like that has made a massive difference in like my ability to not have to pee while teaching, yeah. um, which is just like convenient, you know, that's just like a side benefit, yeah. um, which is good, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. so I like not having to urgently go to the bathroom while I'm teaching. Mm-hmm. I like that. It kind of helps with my skin, um, yeah. and like my hormone and gut health. I think that's really helpful.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it's less, it's less sugar. Cause like, I wasn't, I wasn't drinking my coffee black. Like I would put some sort of creamer in it, usually like some sort of flavored creamer. Um, and that I would try to find healthier versions of like a flavored creamer, like a vanilla or a caramel, but like, there's always junk in that kind of stuff, like yeah. artificial sweeteners and flavors and canola mm-hmm. oil in creamers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, but
0: yeah, in talking about creamers, did Mom tell you that yeah. I heard back from that company? Um, no. What's the company that uh, Dad, the type of creamer that Dad uses?
1: The Coffee Mate or All right, one
0: second, simply one second, everyone. I'm putting my headphones down. You have to share this.
1: This is so funny. Our dad has tried like three different ty- types of creamers
0: yeah, I'm, I'm here so okay what dad is it was, dad was drinking a uh, natural bliss creamer and I was oh, very okay. upset because they had this real milk and cream creamer that did not have any canola oil it was literally just like heavy cream and sugar and I guess vanilla it was very, it was only like three ingredients it was super 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 healthy and so I wrote a complaint letter <laughs> to the natural bliss company and no they, way they responded with a a letter plus a coupon and here they said bliss seeker we received your passionate feedback regarding recent changes to our natural bliss real milk and cream based creamers and we listened in response <laughs> we are happy to inform you that we are removing the added soybean oil gel and gum and buttermilk ingredients And returning to a simple four-ingredient recipe that consists of milk, cream, sugar, and natural flavor. Your satisfaction is our number one priority, and we are grateful for your loyalty and passion for um, natural bliss. You will start to see our new recipe hit grocery store shelves in late September 2023. Um, And then they sent me with a coupon. So, guys. Oh, my gosh. This is cool. (laughs) They sent me a response because... I was so upset that dad was, shocked. (laughs) he was drinking freaking soybean oil every single day, like having this creamer and like, it's really hard to get previously,
1: let me just like back up for a second. Previously, the natural bless creamer did not have soybean, soybean oil. Yeah. And then they changed the recipe and it added it.
0: It added like soybean oil. And so when um, they changed
1: the recipe, that's when you reached out.
0: Yeah, because it changed. And I was like really annoyed because like.
1: That's so funny. Just
0: because like my dad is drinking the creamer every single day and Mm -hmm. I'm like upset and I was trying to get him to switch to a healthier creamer. So I was, but the options are very slim. And I think that the company, they just know that, you know, more people are becoming more health conscious. This is a trend. So yeah, they want to. Be able to compete with all the creamers out there who still have soybean oil they need to be able to compete and that's a great way to you know differentiate so yeah so yay cool. natural bliss <laughs> yeah but that's also my that's problem awesome. i also am putting like honey and stuff into my coffee that's good. I don't I don't know. I don't think I'm ever really going to give up coffee. I think that I just yeah. It's good to like take breaks. Like I like to just take like little breaks every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Again, for the skin, I just need to reduce my sugar in general, I think, for my skin because yeah. I do have yeah. acne. Like the hormonal acne the same as you. Yeah. So the sugar definitely. is like a big thing for me. Yeah.
1: yeah. I've been really bad about my sugar intake this week because it's getting close to Halloween and at work
0: they mm-hmm. were
1: giving these like secret boo buckets, mm-hmm. so I got into work on Monday and I had like a bucket of candy on my desk, and like all week I've been like eating M and M's and like Snickers just because like I Honestly, have it and it's like it's, it's it's rough.
0: It's the fall season. I've been making yeah. apple crisp here. I just made another apple so crisp good. yesterday. It's so good, but I'm happy because a few of Patrick's friends are coming over tonight, some hockey players. So I'm going to like, just let them finish, finish it up.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: But I just, you know, you have to indulge every once in a while, especially this yes. time of the year. The fall is the best time of the year. I love pie. I love anything apple related <laughs> flavors.
1: Yeah. Apple yeah. crisp,
0: apple pie.
1: Yeah. So I love it. It's, okay. it's tough because I, I, like we were talking about before where you really feel that like as I've started to get healthier and like make different choices, like I really feel that connection now between like what I'm putting in my body and how it's making me feel. Mm -hmm. And this week it's like, I'm very aware of the fact that like I had way too much sugar and like, I I feel it like in my skin. I know like I have a couple like pimples that are about to come out. Like I know that I'm going to break out this weekend. Yeah. Like, I'm tired. I feel puffy. Like it's just, yeah, it's tough.
0: I feel like it's funny how some people like, they don't really notice they're not very in tune with their bodies and some like they'll eat something yeah. they don't understand that this like really dictates sometimes how you feel. But for me, it's, I'm- it's kind of like, I don't know. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm super sensitive. I'll have pasta or yeah. something one night. I wake up the next morning. I look at the mirror. My face is so puffy. I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my what God. the heck did I eat? It's like the gluten and the sugar. They It makes me puffy. I don't think I...
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like that book that you're reading right now where people are asking questions like, is this normal? It's like thinking about the way that your body is reacting to certain things. I don't know if that's like accurate to what you're reading currently, but I, I, I don't know why it like kind of made me think no, yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of funny. It,
0: yeah, is it normal people... It's not normal. Like I'm always like people think yeah. it's normal, but it's not. It's not normal. But my book is not really about food, rela- uh, related stuff. It's about like hormonal yeah. health, and okay, um, yeah. It's just very. It's a very good book to read if you're a woman or if you're in a relationship. For men and women, it's like just so much like information about all different things, sex hormones, sex bodies, hormones. <laughs> uh, nutrition, yeah like good, yeah. like, uh, nutrition tips and supplement tips for improving your hormonal health. Like all that stuff. It's just like a good book. I'm loving it so far.
1: That's really cool. I'm not a big reader. I'm not
0: a big reader, but I'm already like 70 yeah. pages in and I just started oh, that's awesome it. Like I'm like really yeah. going with it. Um, yeah,
1: that's so cool. All
0: right. Nice. So I think we covered a lot today. And so I don't, yeah. I think that we'll definitely <laughs> like, we'll definitely be podcasting together together again in the future. So yeah, definitely. You know, we don't need to, you know, make this podcast too too long. But before we finish, I wanted to ask you to describe your ama- <laughs> your idea of an amazing day. What does your ideal day look like? Um, what are you going to be doing throughout the day?
1: Okay, to this include. is a tough question, but I guess. I would wake up at like a normal, reasonable time, maybe like eight o'clock. So I wouldn't be like forcing myself out of bed super early. I wouldn't be sleeping in too much, <laughs> but just like an like a moderate normal wake up time. I feel like is around 8 a.m. Yeah. Um, from there, I would love to get a nice breakfast. Um, so maybe like an omelet, a decaf coffee, um, maybe some fruit. Um, and then from there, I would love to get some movement in. So like whether that's going to the gym or maybe going on a walk, um, getting outside if it's a nice day out. I'd love like the fall weather right now. Yeah. Um. So the opportunity to get outside and get some sunshine is like really important to me, mm-hmm. and definitely is like an essential part of an amazing day. Yeah. Um. And I also would definitely want to prioritize making time to like connect with my friends and see my boyfriend and stuff. Um, because I feel like the relationships that you have definitely fuel um fuel your, your like, I don't know, fuel your soul. It's it's yeah, good yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely like making time to see my friends, see my boyfriend, do something with them, um, I think would be really important as part of my amazing day. Mm-hmm. um and i feel like just keeping it simple on an amazing day you know not yeah. trying to over schedule yourself not trying to overextend just like easy floating through the day movement mm-hmm. good food good people um kimchi. i think those are really some kimchi <laughs> some cottage cheese <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i would say that is definitely like good food good people movement those are like the three ingredients for my amazing day. <laughs> <kimchi>. um. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like That's, that's really day. it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, simple. Um, I like simplicity. Like that is all that I need. Is just yeah. easy kind of stuff. Definitely, definitely.
0: Yeah. All right. So I appreciate you coming on today to the Amazing Day Podcast. We'll definitely be podcasting together again soon. Um, but yeah, I hope that you have a great rest of your day and thanks again for joining me.
1: Yeah, of course. It was so fun. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.